1: Hey, it's Joey Casada. you're listening to Tom and Zeus on Shout It Out Loudcast. If you want to hear two idiots with Boston accents talk about kiss, you've definitely
2: come to the right place. Hello. Hey, what's up there, Kiss Army? Tom and Zeus with another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast. Uh, Episode 142. Ace Frehley concert? Boston. Ace Frehley.
1: If we had a nickel for every time we just roamed
2: around the venue saying, Ace (laughs) Frehley. We... We kind of talked the whole fucking concert in his voice. I want to get two slices of pizzerina, Regina. Give me two fountain colas. I'll take the pizza combo. Five (laughs) bucks, not bad. (laughs) We'll get into it. We'll get into it. We saw the concert last night. We're talking about it today. Yep. All right. Well, but before we do, we always like to focus on the feedback that we got from the previous episode so we can continue the discussion. Tom, tell us about last week. So last week was uh, another fun
1: top 10 where we followed up our me, myself and I episode with the you and yours episode where the top 10 list of Kiss songs featuring you, your or some variation of that in the title Uh, That was a ton of fun, a great way to just talk about Kiss songs without in the context of an album review. And uh, our poll was, which of these is your favorite? And this top four uh, in the Twitter poll comprised of my top two and Zeus's top two of our list. So we had I I Stole Your Love, Watching You, Tonight You Belong to Me, and You're All That I Want. Now, with no surprise there, I Stole Your Love ran away with it 60%. Although I did think Watching You would put up a bigger fight. Cause I know there's sometimes you get that those kiss generations split up between the first three albums and the second three albums, but I stole your love took 60% watching you. And tonight you belong to me. were pretty much tied at 17 and uh, you're all that I want came in at seven, but there were some people there that were saying that uh, that album deserved, uh, excuse me, that that song deserved a little bit more than it
2: was getting. Um, yeah. Dawn is a from- kind of a deep cut favorite for mine. It is. So we, I mean, really we could have put something else up and maybe we we're given a better fight
1: that's okay i honestly i don't know if there's anything that we would have put up there that would have that could have t- if watching you got smoked by i stole your love i don't know if anything else would have gotten that uh, would have put up a fight i
2: would told you that song is like way over the top loved
1: yeah yeah and you're right i think it's i think it's it's turned into a, a monster of its own because everybody talks about why isn't it in the set list um but yeah a lot of people love watching you um matt the maximus of metal watching you as a banger easily the best um don flamenco from uh punch out (laughs) he's got a little rose (laughs) a little flower in his mouth he said you're all that i want should be a contender here yeah yeah don flamenco um This
2: is hilarious because this actually
1: might might pop up in an email. Did
2: did Soda Popinski make a comment or is he still on Sunday Night Football as the the former coach of the Colts?
1: He's yeah, he's the Tony Dungy did not comment on this. (laughs) Yeah, a.k.a. Soda Popinski. Popinski. Yeah, Piston Hurricane didn't either Um, or or Piston Honda, depending on which version you're playing. Mr. Sandman Yeah, and bald bull. Oh, him. What about Glass Tiger? Isn't that one of no, those? No, it's Glass Joe. No, Glass yeah, I'm going to fight the rock band Glass Tiger <laughs> Who, and Punch him. Who's,
2: who's the tiger guy that comes out and goes, doo, 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 and you have to hit the diamond? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that one? Yeah,
1: I know, but I'm just thinking of, <laughs> I'm thinking of the band Glass Tiger
2: coming out into the ring. Isn't that Glass Tiger? What was his name? <laughs> seriously hold on yeah. see now i gotta google <laughs> but i know piston honda is also but, well, there's a, two different ones yeah it, piston honda is like the japanese guy yeah and then there's piston says,
1: hurricane
2: yeah then he says bonsai <laughs> during the
1: breaks okay the guy you're thinking of is the great tiger oh that's great, his name great t- tiger yeah the great t- yeah and then who was the guy who was like the um the like the uh the, the, the hippo big, that's
2: it. King Hippo it
1: was his like, his pants, pants fall would down? fall
2: down. <laughs> I think he's a podcaster on a show. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fucking
1: five minutes into the show. The we're, breaking
2: local down.
1: We're, we're breaking down the friggin' fighters in <laughs> punch out. Doesn't take much to distract us. Yeah. Uh, uh, we got the, a couple people were like, well, how come thou shalt not wasn't in there?
2: Because oh. well, we're not using old English. Yeah, I think it was our French friend.
1: Well, and it was another friend that goes by the name of I Love It Louder on Twitter said the same thing. We're like, we can't do that. I mean, if, yeah. I mean, if you want to add it to your top ten, go for it. Um, go for it. Go, he's going. gonna go for it. Uh, watching you as a killer tune, the live version takes it to another level. So, a lot of love for watching you, but I still love smokes the uh, the pole. Smokes the poll. That did not sound
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's for a different fucking episode.
1: It smokes the pole. And then uh, we had some comments about the Fox News misfits. <laughs> 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 oh, my God almighty. Uh, Paul Teppala says, you love me to hate you comes to mind straight away as one of my favorite from one of my favorite Kiss albums. Double points for having you in the title twice.
2: Didn't even That's realize cool. that. No,
1: it's a great let's one. Let's Take
2: a step back. Yeah, about the, the the Fox News misfits. Was it about Bob Beckel and his suspenders? What was it? Well, I, I think people were saying, what, "What do you think
1: Mort Kondracki's <laughs> top ten
2: would be?" <laughs> He'd have to talk to Phil Barnes, his partner on the the Beltway Boys. Isn't it Fred Barnes? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, Phil, <laughs> Fred, Phil, <Barnes. laughs> fill my pockets. Um. <laughs> The Beltway Boys, <laughs> yeah, Red Barnes. Oh. We had Lori Dew on. We had, um, who else do we have? All those hot chicks from Fox back then. The
1: um, the, was there a Julie chick, Julie, uh, Julie Huddy? Yeah, Juliet Huddy. Hutt, Juliet I think she sued too. O'Reilly. Oh, Jesus
2: Christ. What are you wearing? What are you wearing in the back of the book segment? Oh,
1: <laughs> uh, Bill. Bill, put your pants back on.
2: Then you had. And if you look real closely, at one point, Bill Clinton and I, we tag team these two girls from Puerto Rico.
1: <laughs> Are you referring to the ventriloquist dummy known as friggin' Dick Morris? The purveyor of DickMorris.com. <laughs> oh, here's a good one. Our buddy JR says you wanted the best, not even an honorable mention. Ugh.
2: I had Yuck. that. I, I had that. And I was very close to putting it as an honorable mention. Yes. Yuck. Ken in
1: Satan service. Another great episode, guys. Only you is one of my favorite kiss songs. And it was awesome to hear that song talked about. All right. Good one. Uh,
2: so that's some Twitter stuff. Let's move along over to Facebook. Cause we want to talk about ACE. Yeah. Over on Facebook, you got Philip Melender. I really hate. I want you. The chorus is so annoying and wow. the ending bit on a live too. the solo is great, though. Thanks, huh. Philip. Okay. Cool. Uh, I guess Max Lynch predicted something. I don't know what he thinks he predicted. He He's this- the one. Yeah. He, so he, so when we did the coming soon,
1: I had a picture of like Gene pointing to the crowd. Max Lynch actually responded with what ended up being the episode photo of the I want you for the Kiss Army. So he nailed it. I told him his prize is in the mail.
2: Yeah, I don't know if the fucking nailing it is, but he didn't get the topic. He may have gotten the photo, but all right. Yeah, I'll give him credit. Stephen Wood put his list up there, and um, I stopped after reading his first one. I'll fight hell to hold you. No, Next. you're
1: out. You're disqualified. You're out. Yeah. yeah, that's just, oh, my goodness. We love you. We love you, buddy, but
2: that song is trash. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Yikes. All right, over on Loudcaster's. Jason Warren put his list together. He says, I stole your love, no fatigue, greatest kiss song, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. So right. there you go. He did put one interesting thing up there. He put, I was made for loving you, a live three version as number.
1: Yes, five. that is a good version. I agree with that. Yep. Very good yeah. version.
2: And quickly over to YouTube. God.
0: YouTube
2: um kids clues three question gene 78 solo album how many songs with you or your in the title well you might be shocked it's over 35 percent of his album actually 36.4 for math people four out of 11 i would also give a nod to private kusano and future tour de france participant peddler paul stanley <laughs> for i still i still love you p.s i just finished the marathon of marathons the Dockin' Album Review. Woohoo! going to say, impressed that I know very little about this band, yet you guys have made me intrigued enough to go revisit their catalog in this album. Job nice. well done, TNZ. That's Mr. Antonio 2005. He's on a fucking roll these days. That's awesome. Yes. And Excellent. That's why we do the album review crew. Yeah. We love it when someone's like, you know what, we're gonna give this one a try. Or even if they say, you know what, we tried it, it's just not for me. I don't, I can't do deal with the vocals, or it's mm-hmm. too poppy, it's too uh, it's too fucking you know, thrashy, whatever. Yeah, but the fact that you listen to it, I'm telling you, that docking album. If I were you next, I would go take step an album back, just go to under locking key and listen to that next.
1: Nice. Very much so. That album is fantastic.
2: Devin Dungan, great episode once again, guys. Peter Starrow's. when are you guys going to start reviewing Led Zeppelin albums? Tom?
1: It's coming. It's coming. Sit tight, my friend. Yep. Can't wait to
2: do those. Uh, JC, God, this blows away th- three three sides. Oh, geez. Never seen a podcast where everyone seems to be miserable with the podcast and with the listeners. Oh, Long man. love. Shout it out loud, cast.
1: All right, well, I don't know about that, but thank you for the kind words regarding our show. But yeah,
2: and then they were bragging about defecating in an elevator. Oh my god,
1: there might be some of that on the cruise.
2: No, it's on the floor for us. Uh, Mark Cole, drum teacher. I agree with watching you and I stole your love. I would add, I want you and I still love you. Maybe I want you was on there. I listened to this over several days in chunks and lost track a bit. No. Okay. Uh, Let's finish with Marty. Marty White. Back when I was a studio manager, when Kiss recorded Shitty Circus, which (laughs) was the anniversary today. Exactly. I, I witnessed an argument between Paul and Gene. Paul brought in Raise Your Glasses to rehearse. Gene got pissed and threw his bass across the room, yelled, Starchild, you have angered me, the demon. That's my song. You just changed some words and claimed it as your own. You're no better than Peter claiming he wrote Beth. Don't talk to me about cat piss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Besides, he'll get his. I have a real turd for him to sing on this album. Anyway, your song was called Raise Your Asses. It was nothing oh, more than a than spying on Christine 16 at cheerleading practice. Gene sighed. Paul told Gene he didn't want to argue because he had worked on his speech to give at the introduction ceremony for Skip Magoo in the Medal Hall of Fame. When Gene asked why he wasn't inducting someone from the band, Paul said, I only induct people who are warm to me and make me money, not people I have to pay. Oh, boy. Not even Gene is that callous.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Let's be nice to, let's be nice to Gene. Come on. Over to you, Tom. All right. So we got a couple emails here. Uh, Our Finnish friend, Yanni Aslak Rossinen, comes in and uh, he gives us his list, but he brings up an interesting comment about, is that you? And I did call it a cover, and a lot of people do refer to it as a cover because it wasn't mm-hmm. written by them. But he, he's, he gets a little technical, which I like because we like technicalities here. And he says it's technically not a cover since Kiss is actually the first to record it, and there's no previously released version. There's a demo that Gerard McMahon had in 1980. He says, I consider it a Kiss song, even though they didn't write it. Eh, it's splitting hairs, but we like that. We like that. That's okay. That's cool. Uh, and then we got one from our friend. Oh, from- you
2: can't move on. Okay, when, go ahead. When you when you read from our Finnish friend, we got to throw out the names, Tom.
1: Oh, okay.
2: We got well, Sebastian Aho. <laughs> We've got Tevo Teravainen, Sammy Vatinen, oh, Mikael Granlund, and of course, we always have to repeat the ugliest hockey player. And Boston Bruins' very own, the love child of the Grinch and an elf, Tuka, I am fucking ugly, Rask.
1: And then what about this guy, Uko Pekka Lukanit <laughs> yeah. for the Buffalo Sabres or yeah. Visa Toskala for the San Jose Sharks? Hell yeah. Yes,
2: and of course, you can't forget Yirke
1: Lume. Absolutely. We love that. Yes. Anytime we can get a chance to talk about Finnish hockey players. Thank you, Yani Aslak Rasanen, if I'm pronouncing that right. And then we're going to stay international with our uh, emails this week. Because now we're going over to France Ooh. for our buddy Jean-Francois. And again, he brings up the thou shalt not thing. No, it was not eligible. Uh, And then he directs a comment to you, Zeus. I bet that soon you'll wonder why you put razor glasses above tonight. You belong to me. No. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I don't. And then he comments. Then he comments on the fact that I I was, I did that zoom call for work with a girl named Shandy. He says, I do a lot of video calls in my job, but I've never gotten a Shandy in any of them. You're a lucky one. Am (laughs) I though? Thanks again for the fun you bring to us. Take care. Jean Francois from France. Merci beaucoup, Jean-Francois. And that is the international email news segment for Shout It Out Loudcast.
2: And then, Tom, let's wrap up one more comment on our Loudcasters page. This is from Craig Milor. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Yeah. This episode may have just had the funniest KISS news segment ever. Uh Either that or the week 14 of Sydney, Australia, COVID-19 lockdown Has finally got to me. Either way, this podcast drops on a Saturday afternoon. It brings a smile even before listening. Tom and Zeus providing sanity in a crazy time. Who would have thought?
1: That is fucking awesome, dude. Thank you so much. We love hearing stuff like that, and much appreciated. Glad we can uh, bring a little bit of enjoyment to the chaos that you're dealing with right now. So, thank you very much
2: for those kind words, Craig. You my friend our comment of the week good answer
0: good answer i like the way you think i'm gonna be watching you
2: (laughs) excellent tom before we move on we always like to give a shout out to our friends over on patreon uh patreon is the app where people can uh, contribute and help out the show, help us grow, and uh, they get some extra little perks and extra little things from us. And it's a fun little community and a fun little family we got going there. Uh, great uh, group of people, and uh, we've had a lot of lot of uh, fun, <laughs> let's say just say fun conversations on there. Yep. And uh, if you're interested in joining patreon you go to the app or you go to patreon.com or you can find it in the episode notes when you see the podcast there's links there you click it you find out what Patreon's all about if you want to help and jump in we'd really appreciate it we always want to tip our hat to everybody at patreon because they've been a big help to the show and uh we can't thank you guys enough
1: absolutely thank you guys so much for everybody that's been a long time member of Patreon and uh, some of our newcomers as well. We can't thank you enough for that. Uh, And if you're interested, like we said, check it out. Uh, Patreon.com or Patreon, the app, search for us. There's four different tiers. They all offer different perks, different things, some involvement with the show. Uh, So please take a look. And uh, we just can't thank you guys enough for people that are uh, currently members of the Shout It Out Loudcast Patreon family. So thank you.
2: Tom, um, before we uh, we move on, I am going to take a step back real quick and uh, play uh, Mongoloid Man. That was a special bonus cut. We're back. Yeah. So, Tom, let, uh, we missed the deadline uh, for news as soon as we recorded and we're finished. Boom! Something hit. Uh, real big news in Kiss World. So, What's happened in KISS World since last week? Yeah, so look, we
1: spend a lot of time bitching about the things that KISS doesn't do and things that we wish that KISS would do. So it's only fair to give them the utmost props and uh, accolades for when they do something right and very right in this case, and that is putting something together that KISS fans have pretty much dreamed about for a long time. Uh, instead of just these, yeah, here's the 30th anniversary, here's a colored vinyl. No, it's the 45th anniversary of Destroyer. I know this past summer I made a comment, and I think some other people did too, about how the only thing that we were getting for that was an orange colored vinyl of the 45 of Shout It Out Loud. Well, no, they dropped the news last Friday that they are putting together what I refer to as a Metallica-like box set super deluxe edition of destroyer to celebrate the 45th anniversary. This thing is outrageous. If you're listening to us, we were sharing it all over our social medias. The thing is insane comes with a, with four CDs, uh, a box full of unbelievable little trinkets and memorabilia for kiss fans. They're also, uh, selling a, uh, double vinyl red and yellow colored, um, You know, some of the things that comes with the first CD is the original album, uh, newly remastered. The second CD comes with 15 demos from Paul Paul and Gene's personal archives, nine of which are unreleased. Third CD comes with outtakes, alternate versions, mixes, and edits. Um, Then one of the big things that people are excited about is the fourth CD contains a performance from 1976 when they went to Paris, um, an unreleased live show. And then it just has unbelievable stuff. It comes with the, an, an official replica of the Kiss Army newsletter, press photos, uh, Kiss Army membership cards, stickers, bumper stickers, posters, uh, concert posters, Halloween posts, just amazing, amazing stuff. Things that we have been yelling at the band about to do forever. And the, to top it all off, if that's not enough, it comes with a 68-page hardcover book with liner notes by Paul Elliott and Ken Sharp. We know him, uh, writing Kiss books. Interviews with Gene, Paul, Ace, Peter, Bill Coyne, manager at the time of the album, Bob Ezrin, who produced it. Um, photo shoots, things from the Paul in Halloween special. Just amazing, amazing stuff, and people just lose their mind over it. And I think one of the big things that surprised us was the price, because amongst our text group, we're like, oh, how much is this going to cost? Zeus pretty much nailed it on the head. 200 bucks which is shocking for something for kiss for that, of that nature.
2: Yeah. I saw what other, you know, I, I literally Googled the Metallica box set. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, I don't know if they could get that. So I'm like, okay, uh, I go 199. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they came in at 200, which I'm glad yeah. because you guys are like
1: 300, 400, 500. Well, just cause it's kiss. You know what I mean? That's why.
2: Yeah, no, no, that's fine. But I'm, you know, obviously I'm going to get it and I'm going to wait and probably order it on Amazon. And get it before all you fucking idiots. They go and oh, yeah. buy it on Kiss, and then complain that they haven't got it, so they can join the new Kiss Facebook group. Which is, I didn't get my fucking New Year's yep. Eve Dubai concert TBT yet. It's, um, you're right. Yeah, we, I can't. I can't wait for my
1: email from Kiss Online. We're sorry about the delay in what you know processing or whatever. But oh, no, nah, mm-hmm. you might be right. You might be right. So I was way, just
2: going to order it directly from a yeah. third-party vendor or whatever, and we'll go from yeah. there.
1: But it looks either awesome. It look it really does. I mean, it, it looks fucking fantastic. They they're doing it right. They're doing it right. But it's forty
2: five. It's forty five. Like, shouldn't you save it for the
1: best? Is when you do fifty. The only I was thinking the same thing. The only reason I'm thinking of that is right now they're in the middle of a tour. They're topical. They're hot. They're active. They're on social media. Are in they? Five, <laughs> well, for for the for Kiss fans, they are. But in five years, they might be like, "What?" I mean, I understand what you're saying. The fiftieth. Don't get me wrong. They might do a fiftieth
2: reissue too. Well, this came out seventy six, so two years, really three years, you can do fiftieth of the debut.
1: Right. I'm just excited because if they're doing this for the 45th of Destroyer next year, that means 45th of friggin' Love Gun. You can do what, what are you doing like for Rock and Roll Over? That's a good point. You're right, because I came out in 70s. That came That's out in 76. That yeah. that yeah, no shit. Yeah, good point. Good point. So uh, we'll, we'll see what, what happens. What I want to know is what are they doing for the elder? 40th anniversary. You think they'll ignore that? Yeah. You do. You <laughs> yeah. think they'll just you, you think that'll just come and
2: go? I I think yeah, I think maybe them they'll probably go back and resort to, oh, here's a fucking brown shit stained fucking uh colored vinyl for you. And guess who will buy it? You, this guy. guy. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So and then the other thing in the news, uh, there was some news today. We're recording on Wednesday, September 22nd. There was some news today about the Netflix biopic, and it appears that it looks like it's going to take it's going to take a close look at the first four years of the band. And this is uh, according to Doc. Don't call me Chip Magoo. (laughs) McGee um, saying that it looks like it's going to take place the early parts of their career, uh, which kind of makes sense. You know, I, I, that doesn't surprise me. Um, So yeah, that, that looks like that's, uh, that's something exciting that everybody's looking for Um, when that thing comes out, I'm sure everybody's going to be talking about, including us.
2: Yeah, exactly. Well, and then on kiss on social media, you got Paul fucking putting close up of his face, counting down concerts You've got Gene fucking retweeting every hot chick wearing kiss makeup. Yeah, and you got Ace putting up videos, of uh, photos of him with his fucking pants Fuckin- <laughs> pants unbuttoned or his, his belt unbuttoned, looking like he just fucking got a hand job in the at the Cracker Barrel with his girlfriend there. Hey, look where we are! Um, he's got other <laughs> photos of him with his moccasins on the dashboard. Oh, my belt. Is that what that's for? Looking like a fucking Muppet. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what they got going on. And then the kiss, the tour continues. I'm not really sure. I haven't been paying that much attention as far as attendance and stuff goes. They got some nice positive reviews recently. The kisses retweeted and stuff mm-hmm. about the show. But let's uh, let's not get talking about the kiss show. Let's move to our topic. Which is... Let's do it. Ace Fraley show, better known as... What show is it? Ace
3: (laughs) Fraley. Hello, Pantheon podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Go to PantheonPodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win.
1: And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package.
3: And guess what, Rockers? You can enter every month, so just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S.
2: Uh, His concert was at the Pavilion in Boston. Yep. Uh, He's opening up for Alice Cooper you know, I've never seen either of them as a solo act. Okay. nor have I? Yeah. So we, we've had these tickets for quite some time. Uh, We're kind of excited. The venue is pretty nice. It's downtown Boston. Me and Tom met up, uh, drove in together, got in pretty quickly. Um, And uh, you know, the venue is set up. We went and looked at uh, first thing we do. Like we always do. Tom runs right away to what? The merch booth, like a little kid in a candy store.
1: Yep. The merch was kind of cool. I mean, depending you know, if you're into that, they had a they had a bunch of ace stuff, a bunch of Alice Cooper stuff. Unfortunately, they didn't have anything with both of them, like Ace and Alice. Like it was one or the other, unfortunately, because I was looking for a shirt that had both of them. But I, I ended up getting an ace shirt. It had a cool logo on it, but it didn't have any tour dates. The only shirt that had tour dates on the back was the one that had the cover of Origins 2 with this big Muppet face on the <laughs> front of it, which <laughs> There was no chance I was getting
2: that. It it looked like the photo he just took with his belt off. (laughs) I would have rather that picture on the front of a T-shirt. With his belt on button. (laughs) And he woke up in my pants on
0: button. Ah! And then he put me under uh, sedation. I wake up my pants on button.
3: Exactly.
0: uh, uh,
2: Yeah. I didn't like, I didn't get any. I didn't like anything. I didn't like. If I'm going to get a shirt, I want some dates. I want some shit in the back. I was there. I see it. I'm not getting a fucking T-shirt. I could pick up a fucking target, you know, and uh, I was really disappointed in that. The only one with dates on it was like Tom said, one with the fucking him like looking like a Muppet in the front. Now, I'll, I'll tell you the one thing that I hate.
1: And I, don't, I don't mean to cut you off for a second. The one thing that I hate, and this is just me old fashioned because I'm a collector. I don't like this. The electronic ticket shit. I like paper tickets so that I can keep them and ho- and, and you know if I want to like put my kiss tickets in a collection or put certain shows together, the, the, the fucking the scanning your phone shit, that's I don't like that at all. Print and I know it there's out. a lot of people out there. I know there's a lot of people out there that agree with me because a lot of people frame their tickets or so they keep them in a book. And you know, the, the scanning of your phone, that just that's
2: just bullshit. Print the ticket out and paste it on your wall. <laughs> Um, pretty much yeah yeah. i I get the point tom i know it's fucking new day for everything same thing Uh, i have season tickets to the bruins i used to get a nice fucking awesome looking package i remember that oh my god you could tear them off you could oh it was beautiful package when they won the cup the year before i got you get to meet the team a bunch of times season ticket old i took that package and i had the one with the the following year which had the pictures of all the photos of them winning the cup and the ticket. I had them signed because I never used them.
1: Oh, I had nice. the whole
2: 2011 team sign those
1: tickets. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, I mean, it, it, I get your point. Um, yeah. But regardless, we get to the, um, the venue. The venue is wide open. Beautiful um, venue. Yep. Yeah, right on the then,
1: seaport in Boston. Yep.
2: Yeah. And, and all we're doing throughout the whole time is talking in ace voice, like we oh knew, said earlier. Ridiculous. <laughs> Which way is to the pavilion? Is it over <laughs> this way? I, I fucking want to go near the ocean. Oh, just. we're
1: in the merch booth and at, like in the line. And it, it, it's just, I'm like, how old are we? It's like, look at that shirt. It's 50 bucks. Fuck that. And people are looking at us like, this is a serious <laughs> event. This is Ace, really. Why are you guys goofing? Uh, and this and Alice like, Cooper, <laughs>
2: that doesn't have my handsome face on it. I don't <laughs> want to buy that shit shirt. <laughs> now, meanwhile, we have like, of course we fuck?
1: of course we wore kiss shirts. Zeus had his end of the road tour shirt, and I had my love gun shirt. You know,
2: and of course I throw out, yeah, fake Tommy. <laughs>
1: I had to do that. Yeah,
2: of course. So, <laughs> yep. Tom, you get your shirts. We go grab. A, let's grab a couple slices of Roni pizza, and we get a, a couple of slices. fountain <laughs> callers. Is... Yeah, fountain coal. <laughs> That's it. Do you have any fountain drinks here? Then
0: they lose everybody in Jack in the Box. What kind of fountain drinks do you have? <laughs> what kind of fountain drinks do you have? Fountain drinks. one minute, please, Ramon. Este vato me está diciendo fountain drink. ¿Qué Es eso, este pichi mamón en la me está diciendo fountain drink. Muy chingón, que es soda, es soda, es soda. Mira lo cabrón, hey, why no say soda, Coca, Pepsi, Mr. Peep. Then they got all the Jamaica, Tamarindo, Chapulín, Orchata. I don't want to know who works <laughs> there, fucker. I want something to drink.
2: We sit down. The show's supposed to start at 7.30. Yep. And at 7.25, we start hearing the guy announcing it. Like, what the fuck? He's early. It's east. What the fuck?
1: If anything, you thought it'd be late.
2: Something like, from parts unknown. (laughs) That was the intro, yeah. Yeah. And all of a sudden, boom, rocket ride starts. Hell yeah. Damn, that band, got to be honest, that band fucking rocks. Oh, my God. Absolutely fucking
1: spectacular band. They looked awesome. They sounded fucking fantastic. The way that the audio was set up, the drummer was a fucking maniac.
2: I don't know who he is, but he was fucking insane. Sounded just the band really sounded heavy and thick and full. Oh, it was fucking amazing. So um, I'm waiting for Ace to hit the fucking lyrics. Yep, his voice wasn't that bad. It was it was ace. It wasn't yeah. like you know anything like oh my god it's fucking horrendous you know and it wasn't anything like oh wow what a great voice you know it's right, ace. Right. So um, when I heard it, I did hear a slower a slower version of him not being able to keep up with the music. It almost seemed like a fucking record player playing on slow. Uh, in other words, he's doing a Bob Kraft voice. She wants you rocky ride. She wants fucking red balloon. Like he was grab a hold of my rocket. (laughs) She wants you ride, you ride. She wants you ride, you (laughs) ride. But it was fucking kick ass. The venue was about half full by that point.
1: For for Ace, yeah, about half, maybe a little bit more than half. The venue seats five
2: thousand people. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it was about halfway at that point. Yep. It just sounds like, you know, a little bit of Bobcraft. And then me and Tom, we get to our seats and halfway through the song. Uh, of course, like it's like we said, half full. And then fucking every Tom, Dick and Harry happens to go in our row. Meanwhile, the whole row in front of us is wide open. You're yep. so like, fuck it. Let's just sit here. And, uh, you know, they're wrapping up. And, he, you know, <laughs> me and Tom uh, get the giggles when he turns around and says, Grab a hold of my rocket.
1: <laughs> it sounds a little bit different from 1977. I'll tell you that much. Exactly. But it's funny, but it's funny because we're talking about we have not brought up his guitar playing ability yet yeah. because the band the band Locking. was fucking insane. You got Phil Schaus and those guys. They they got you know he, Jeremy
2: got, and and Ryan right and
1: Ryan. You got yeah. I mean, so you got three guitar players up there. Phil's playing bass. So with Ace, Jeremy and Ryan, you got three guitarists. We looked at each other and it's like, is it what's Ace doing up <laughs> yeah. there? Like like he has a guitar and he's playing, but the band is carrying the vibe of the song.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's like he he can play whenever he wants to. He exactly. can jump in, whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's almost like when we see the Eagles and Don Henley's on the drums, and they got the second drummer. All right, keep up if you want him. You don't. Know? You know, whatever, whatever <laughs> exactly, you want to do. Exactly. You know, Play along or don't. No, doesn't yep. matter. But uh, he's playing, and then boom, song number two, and we're like, "Fuck this rocks, Parasite,
1: amazing, and, and and fucking amazing."
2: The difference here's how I, I I guess I can explain it. Because we've heard Kiss do it on the end of the road. Yep. It's almost like a raw energy. I'm not saying they do every all these songs better than KISS, but there's a it's a different experience. It's almost a raw, like fucking yeah, versus the professional KISS doing it. Um, and plus you, you-, you always feel like the vocals at least is live with these guys, and they sounded great, the singers that every singer, you know, they alternated who sang what song so between the gang
1: they all sounded great yeah you nailed it with the with the comment about the about comparing it to kiss because we've seen kiss play this this band it was it was it it's I don't want to come off as they like seem kiss happy to yet. be
2: there they seem like well, they're not, fucking rocking out like this is their music and they're like fucking yeah the, not, yeah it seemed like hey it seemed like fake ace play by the numbers you're it, it, missing it, a note it,
1: yeah, it seemed like there was a raw rocking energy behind everybody on stage and I'm going to tell you right now, we pile on Eric singer, not his technical ability but his enthusiasm, this drummer carried a lot of these songs and when you had Ryan and Jeremy and Phil and Ace, a song like Parasite to me it sounded it was way better than what we saw Kiss do it. It wasn't even close to be because honest you with you. You
2: get the feeling you're seeing Kiss at its early 8 stages. It sounded like dirty
1: and it sounded dirty and and heavy. Like the song should have been.
2: Yeah. But it's not sounding like some fucking guy's voice. Now, is it sound exactly like Gene singing the song or ace? No, but it does sound like somebody similar tone. So it's not like a cover. It sounds like the fucking young and hungry kiss
0: playing this. And you get into
2: it. Really? It was, uh, I loved it. I loved it. Then, um, they they go into and this is, this is the shit that all you motherfucking Ace Cult people explain oh, this yeah. to me. Go ahead. Why the fuck are they playing Strutter?
1: Well, do we want to talk about the set list right now? Because no, thanks no, no, to no a we'll lot go th- through.
2: We'll go through, okay. it and we can come okay. back to it.
1: Okay, let's go through there this is, one. Yeah. Now, granted, this version of Strutter was great because Phil Schaus sang it. He he did vocals on it. But again, why are you playing Strutter?
2: Why? There's no need for it. Dude. I mean, solo's decent. It's not like yeah, but it, this is my solo. And it's not a it's memorable legendary. solo. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's good. And he does his solo. He knows it. But why? What, what? What? I don't get the significance of it. There isn't any. Right. So yeah, are you trying to slap them in the face? You're like, well, if they're going to do my songs, they can. I'm going to do theirs. Like
1: you might. You might be right. You might be right I, about I don't that. Get
2: it. You mean to tell me of all the songs you have in your repertoire you can do or songs that you played in the band that fans would like, you can't find anything? And yep. more importantly, you can't find a better song than Strutter if you're going to go into the Kiss library. I mean, come on. Are you picking songs that they're not doing right now? Meaning like if if um, Parasite was back in the set list and Strutter was, you wouldn't play them? And so, right. because they're not, maybe the band is telling you, well, they're not playing it. So why don't we do that?
1: I think that, I mean, we'll save, we'll save some overall set list commentary for when we wrap up the, the
2: whole thing, but I have some theories about the set list. So. All right. And then afterwards ACE comes on and starts talking to bit. How are you guys doing? Are you ready to rock? <laughs> Everyone's like, yeah. we're going to do a medley It's a medley It's a bunch of songs. Cause time is short. We don't have the time to play them all. He kept
1: saying that he kept bringing up the time. Well, stop yeah. talking and play. Don't tell <laughs> us that you don't have time.
2: <laughs> and he's like, I had an album called origins volume two. And so now he does. She again, why? Uh, Manic Depression, never in my life. And then good times, bad times. Now I will tell you the she version was good. It was real good. I don't know what good. he was doing in there. He was just playing along, whatever he could. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other two songs, eh, no, really. Manic I'm Depre- not a big fans.
1: Manic Depression. I like Jimi Hendrix. That song's not very good to begin with. But I, I, I have in my notes a uh, Ace Bad. He sounded horrible. singing I don't think he was
2: playing with the words weren't matching the music.
1: Well, that's the thing. It's the song has a very weird tempo to it. So it, 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 but it hit his voice. It didn't work live. It didn't work live. Never in my life. I don't really know that song. It's a song by mountain. I don't really know that that well. Good times, bad times. We love Zeppelin. That that was a decent cover. I thought.
2: And Ace sang it and he did a very good job on it. He did. The band was fucking good. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yep. Maybe you don't have to do the Paul, the fucking Robert Plant wailing and shit to Mike Zeppelin. Sound good. Cause even right. Ace made fucking good times, bad times come off. Yeah.
1: Agreed. Yep. So I thought yep. that was pretty good. I did too. So, I did too.
2: What we saw was an earlier set list because all you fucking assholes oh. were putting it all over our fucking page. So Why, I saw the set. list.
1: I, yeah. I tried to not see it, but I, it was everywhere. So as I'm scrolling through Facebook and Twitter, I'm like, I'm trying to scroll through our own pages
2: or see people making comments on our shit. Right. I'm, are trying
1: to, I'm trying to scroll through and get one of the comments I couldn't avoid because your eyes can only avoid so much Is our buddy, Joey Casada? His comment <laughs> is horrible. All kiss songs. I'm like, <laughs> oh, God. great. Yeah. Like, nothing original, you know, nothing, no, no solo material, which we'll get to. You
2: know. So I was expecting Detroit Rock City. However, yeah, they don't play Detroit Rock City. They play Love Gun. Again, why? Why? But (laughs) nevertheless, he also said something in the intro, which I found kind of strange. Very interesting. I don't know. It sounded like he was tipping the hat or he was pulling the fucking I hate your guts. I think uh, he was tipping his hat. Don Henley to Don Felder comment because he referred to Paul as Mr. Paul Stanley. He says, the next song is written by... Mr. Paul Stanley. All right. Love gun. Now, he didn't. You're right. He didn't have to.
1: Everybody knows who fucking wrote love gun. So for him to give Paul a shout out, I thought was kind of interesting. I don't know if it's one of his way.
2: Like, hey, I'm endearing myself to you. Hey, we're buddies. Hey, Paul. Hey, I'm going to fuck. What the fuck is love gun doing? Like, we are all so sick of love gun in the kiss set. Yep. Why the fuck is it in
1: an ace set? And Ryan, Ryan sang it. And fucking killed it, I thought. Why is it in there? Oh, no. That's a, yeah. We'll, we'll, I'm, I'm, I have all my theories, all my set list theories. The vo- the backing vocals. Ace did a fucking killer solo. I, I thought it was a good performance. I mean, once you get past the why are you playing this. I yeah, thought it was oh, a it's great a song. I thought it was, they sounded great.
2: Yeah, they did. They I did. was great. And yeah. yep. uh, By the way, I'm getting a text from my daughter who tells me that, oh. are you okay? I can hear you doing a weird voice from my oh. room. <laughs>
1: She thinks you're having like a stroke while we're recording. Oh my God, that's
2: fantastic. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> yes, I'm joking. Oh, I'm <laughs> fucking, I fucking think I've fallen and I can't get up.
1: It's just me being a Friday. Oh, gotta
2: love it. So, what do we got after Love Gun? All right. After Love Gun, <laughs> um, oh, I wanted to make a point. Yeah, go ahead. If you listen to the Love Gun, if you hear the solo, yeah, it's not the same. No. And so what you get is, and this is the difference, it's raw, it's sloppy, but it's different. It's yeah. not the note for note as Tommy does, which is still great. Yep. This is a fucking different verse. It's like seeing a live band in a bar. Correct. Right. Which is, which is, is why I love it. Yeah, that's why I want them to make that one point. Point. Uh, about yeah. love gun that yep. you know the solo is is almost the same but it's not you get that you it's what you get from ace so let's uh move on because then he gets to your favorite song from ace new york groove It's it about sound- my home the- place new york but it sounded great live and
1: they brought out his light up guitar that he wears oh. that he wears the flashing yeah the, Paul, white- yeah. <clears throat> the flashing guitar I don't like the song, but I thought live it sounded.
2: It the sounded. The fucking concert girls were all clapping. It. Oh, they were they were going crazy. It, it made it made the experience better. The clapping and the drums and stuff. Oh yeah, and the then at the end,
1: and then at the end of the song, everybody was singing along because he changed the lyrics to "Back, back in the
2: Boston groove." Everybody was,
1: sing along. And then it was like
2: "Back, back in the Boston groove." Yep. And then, My, and then, wait, and then wait, the, wait! You're missing a, a whole big. Oh, all right, part. go ahead. Go ahead. He was doing the hand gestures. Oh, So me yes. and you were disappointed because he didn't do the thumb pointing to himself many yep. years since I was here. But he However, was doing the other ones. He made up for it. Doing hand gestures going to the left, left. to the right. I think yep. he did it wrong, too. He was pointing yeah, the wrong he, direction. Oh, yeah. He doesn't know his left from his right. No. And then he also does. And a fish full of dollars. And does like a fist in the air. That's yep. so why he's got black power. He's yeah. like, fish full of dollars. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, ace. <laughs> it was meant for me. And he's pointing to himself. It was yep. meant for me. Oh, it's just, and then the back in Boston groove. I thought that was a, probably for me the high point. I really I, think the crowd got into it. The song was awesome. Me and you were dying laughing with the hand gestures. I thought, I thought it, was it was great.
1: great. I thought it was great. And then my favorite pilot at the end of the song,
2: Boston, you rock motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm
1: like, Oh, my god, <laughs> that's what he said. I was like, Oh yes. Yeah. Ace. Yeah. Ace.
2: All right. <laughs> so then he goes into what I would think is his biggest song. Yeah. Shock me. Yep. Good version, which goes into the solo um uh, he switches halfway through the solo, it's on fire. You know, he's doing he's fucking bangs, it's got the the smoke, the smoke coming out, and uh he switches back to the Black Les Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, he's doing his guitar, and it's the guitar solo, it comes out from Alive Two, and then all of a sudden, when he ends finally, because it went on for quite a while, you hear exactly from Alive Two H Fraley lead yep. guitar.
1: Yeah, it was great, but it was it went on for a little too long, but it was it was good. And he could look, he could still play. I mean, there, there was video screen sh- close ups of his fingers and his hands. He, the fucking guy could still freaking play.
2: Yeah, let's we'll get to that part. Yeah, um, then second to last song, Colgin. He opens by saying this is a drinking song I wrote when I was a little kid, 24, and he would sing one line. And then the crowd would sing the second line.
1: I loved it. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was great. And I'll tell you right now, this this is another one. This version is better than when Kiss does it.
2: Oh, yeah, because he made it interactive.
1: Yeah, exactly. It was fun. Yep. Yep. It Coach wasn't just it wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't. And
2: then the drums were nuts. It wasn't
1: just paint by numbers. He would he would sing my heaters broken. I'm so tired. And then the then the then the, the like you said, the crowd would kind of pick up the next the next line in the yeah. verse. It was awesome.
2: Yeah, it it was really a lot of fun. Yeah.
1: And then he finished up with the like, he kind of ended it with a little bit of the solo from uh, Black Diamond. Yeah, which which is the
2: ending part of Black Diamond, which ends most of the concerts and stuff. Yep. And then he goes into Deuce. Uh, The first verse was Ace. The band sings in harmony. The second verse and then Ace ripping on the solo.
1: Oh, my Uh, God.
2: I will say again, more raw. Deuce is always fun. That and let me go rock and roll for me. Is when you see Kiss and Tommy really taking off a little bit. But even that, like Ace and those guys are just, it's raw. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. But it's one of those things like, okay, I can see this one being one because there's a lot of guitar work on Deuce. Yes. That I can solo. Yeah. I can get him doing. But he ends it, you know, with a ripping solo on Deuce and the outro and stuff, raw. Yeah, don't drink the drive. See you next time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's funny. Me and you were looking
1: at each other. We're like, are they going to do the do stance? Are they going to do the do stance? They, they didn't do it now. Now, the, the gang of them, the four of them all got up close to each other right in the center stage. Yeah. And we were like waiting for it. Like, ah, they didn't they didn't do it. That I'm like, that would have hey, been you ain't
2: it? What the fuck am I doing? Wait, what's that? There? Oh, that stupid fucking thing that Gene and Paul do. We're not doing
1: that. <laughs> fuck that. But another version of a song that sounded better than Kiss. It had that, like you said, it had that raw, powerful energy. It wasn't. Yeah, I don't know about better. I would say different. I liked it better. I liked it. I I I just say different. Now, now vocally, I want Gene singing it. Yeah. But there's something about these performances, and it's one of the reasons why I love Ace in general. I'm not part of the Ace cult because of a solo album. But It's, it's like that. It's not precision. It's not perfectly scripted, note for note. There's a little bit of natural. You could use the word sloppy if you want, but there's a little bit of natural things
2: happening up there. You know what I mean? And, I, and that comes like, through. Even even watching him play, he's yep. looking at his fingers. He's look. Like, yeah, he's like into it. He's like making sure he's doing it. somewhat yes. like. when he is playing. When he right. is oh, playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but. You know, like it's it's fun. It was fun. Now, nine songs. Yeah. Was it worth seeing him? Fuck yeah, it was worth it. I yeah. liked it. I had a, good I had a time. great time. Me too. Now, let's do a quick synopsis of Alice Cooper. Uh what a stage show. Oh. Let's my just say God. that.
0: Fucking amazing. Fucking, a
2: bunch of fucking stupid shit happening all around. Um, the only thing let's talk about Alice Cooper. We're gonna hop right back to Ace. Yeah, uh, we didn't catch all of the show. We had to go. We both have kids at home. But from what we saw, it's like weird seeing Alice Cooper and the band perform. And then after the start of the song, then Nita Strauss comes down the stairs as, as though if she's, she's the star of the show.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, they drop the curtain and he opens up with Feed My Frankenstein. And he's got this fucking unbelievable Undercare. stage set, Frankenstein's castle with like lights that look like, you know, torches at a castle entrance he comes out with his black top hat, his coat, the black, you know, the walking stick, the cane. Sounds great. Yes, there's reports that he uses backing tracks, and he admits, "I don't give a fuck." Yeah. Band sounded great. Nita Strauss is looking fucking fantastic, as expected, ripping it on the guitar. Uh, they go into "No More Mister Nice Guy." You know, they they did. He had a long set list, and we didn't stick around for a lot of it because it's just it was just it was too late on a Tuesday night for us.
2: Yeah, so. The show in itself overall was great. When Alice Cooper went out, it was a full capacity. It oh, yeah, like, no doubt. Yep. It was look, it looked like it was full. Yep. Um, uh, the only thing I'll add is, uh, you know, we didn't get too close to see Nita Strauss. Um, you know, her and leather just she's pretty active on that stage, too. Yeah, a lot of posing. Oh, yeah. If she was oh, a yeah. guy,
1: she'd get shit on. Oh, totally. And a lot of
2: Yngwie moves. Going yes. on, like,
1: ooh. A lot of like, ah. put, like, 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 putting, like, one foot up on the amp. Yeah. You know, like, doing like air yeah. down.
2: Like, yeah, 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 go back and they hear yep. touching all the way down to her feet, uh, yep. up in the air, guitar in the air. Like, yep. Okay. Okay. Now, let's talk about the main, let's go back to the main reason we're having this episode, Ace. Yep. Like I said, in my opinion, overall, I liked it. I have a fucking major problem with the songs he's picked. Mm. Uh, you know, I I know Ace can never do any wrong. uh to a lot of people. However, that set list was fucking brutal. Um, his, you know, I know he's the opening app. I wish he could do more, but I get it. Um, he looked like he probably played on half the songs. Yeah. So with this, I'll start with the set list. So
1: I my my a couple of theories, and these are completely unscientific here he's an opener so i'm wondering if him if him opening and kiss simultaneously touring had anything to do with his set list okay because most of the time he's the headliner he's either co-headlining or touring on his own okay and we looked up some of his previous tours and the last big tour he had was in 2019 this is very, a very cursory glance at some of his historic set lists from what we gathered. And I'm sure somebody in the ACE cult may or may not correct us out here. This is the first set list that, that had nothing from his solo catalog. Cause I'm looking at it from his, from his set list, from his 2019 tour. Um, he played rock soldiers. He played Rockin' with the boys. Uh, he even played things like, like he played a little bit more of his kiss stuff. he played, Hard Times, Two Thousand Man, Snowblind, Rip It Out, Strange Ways—a song that he wrote. So this set list here is really unusual, and it, and based on the, the history of of what we've seen from Ace, um, I was th- extremely disappointed. I, I've I've never seen Ace before. I was looking forward to hearing stuff. I was looking forward to hearing, you know, things like Rip It Out or maybe something from Trouble Walking or Into the Night or whatever you want to, you know, whatever you want to say. So I was. I was disappointed that it was just a it was just a, a kiss show and that's not what I was hoping for. I was really hoping for a mix of solo stuff and I'm wondering what the thought process is behind that the the setlist selection. I I don't get it.
2: Um I look at it as he has got a band behind him that could play anything they want. Agreed. Why don't you do deep cuts then? Why don't you do something else? Why don't you do your deep cuts? They can fucking handle it. And he's done that before. Like you said, Strutter, Love Gun. Really, Honestly, come on. Here's another theory. Come on. Here's another theory. Hey, Paul and Gene, you don't think I can play
1: these songs? That's what I'm saying. I think because Kiss is simultaneously touring. I, he's going to he's gonna play standards and be like, I can do this. But But here's the thing. Can
2: he? Was he? Oh, I don't think so. No, he wasn't. If you looked at him, me and you were fucking hitting each other. He was like playing every other fucking thing. He was too busy flicking uh what do you call it to every picks. all the fans? He's throwing picks. guitar picks at everybody, he wasn't even yeah. fucking playing. Yeah, he wasn't singing most of the stuff. He even talked to I'm not considered my I don't consider myself a singer. What the fuck <laughs> is that in the middle of the concert?
1: No oh, shit. <laughs> well, here comes the sixty-four thousand dollar question. And based on what you saw last night, we talk about this all the time we've now seen it and heard it with our own eyes and ears could he play on the end of the road tour
2: um not by himself no way no,
1: no chance
2: I, no way no chance the millions and millions of dollars that are on the line and the way paul wants this band to go out is he gonna leave it to never ace nope to fucking perform
1: that band carried him last night. He he shined when he needed to with his solos and some yeah. of his licks and stuff. But if he's the sole lead guitarist on the stage, never. never. Nope. Nope. No,
2: I don't care what people say. Oh, yeah. Did you see that? Whatever, no, buddy. He no. ain't fucking performing a, 20 a, songs the way that million dollar choreographed show is playing right now. He ain't doing that.
1: There's a reason he's sharing the stage with not one, but two other guitar players.
2: And they're covering his ass.
1: Yeah. Um, and that doesn't and, and, and we're not saying that he wasn't great. He looked great. What, what he, what he needed to do. He did. And he did and, it well. And he
2: might say like, well, I'm singing some of these songs. I don't want to have to worry about it. You guys play. Let me jump. It's my band. I'll right. jump in whenever you want. People just want to see me on stage. Right. He might be thinking that, and that's fine. Yeah. But I, I can't see any. I mean, obviously he can do better than what Peter probably could do for a, amount of songs. But when he's talking, about, yeah, I think Peter can only probably play a couple songs. And what the fuck are you going to do?
1: Yeah. You're going to no play way. 20 songs. Never.
2: He's going to get up there and fucking play. Say, yeah, he's going to no. do lick it up.
1: Fuck. No. no, he's
2: not.
0: There's no way.
2: Nope. He's not, not going to be able to find. I know I'm going to yeah, He's a better guitarist than fucking. Th- it doesn't matter at this right now. He's his not career.
1: Right now he's he not.
2: Perform that!
1: Come no. on, guys! No way.
2: Um, I liked the show. I had more fun, and I and I got more out of it. And I'll be honest with you, what it looked like, and this is how I will describe it to somebody: come tonight live, the Talisman featuring Ace Fraley. Bingo. Yep. He's the Jimmys they throw on top of the ice cream. I'm yep. sorry sprinkles for you non-massachusetts people
1: exactly right but that that being said i fucking had loved it the venue was oh, so great it, it, it was a beautiful night the weather expensive. was great. it was a decent yep. price you know the, the, they, they sounded great i mean yeah we complain about the set list but that's what we do for a living we got to see a little bit of alice cooper so all in all it was a great night uh i just i got to see ace i'm happy I wish he played for a little bit longer in a couple different songs,
2: but you know what? It wasn't a disaster. It was a good show. He performed It's probably perfect, right up his alley. The the band kicks fucking ass. And if you're wondering to sue them on the cruise, I can't. And if and if you're wondering
1: whether or not you should get tickets, absolutely you should get tickets. You'll
2: you'll enjoy it. You really will. Absolutely, you'll want more. And then plus Alice Cooper is still a great show. You'll love that as well. Yep. Yep. So uh, you know. One of the things, though, Tom, what me and you uh, decided to do, though, you know, we're, we're big mouths. Someone said, oh, you don't like it. What well, Or you fucking, you know, what do you want for a set list? Well, yep. this is Shout Out Loudcast. This is what we came up with. Tom, what are you opening up with on your show? Nine songs. Ace Fraley. Ace Fraley.
1: <laughs> Nine song set list. I'm opening up with Rip It Out, which I was uh, begging they was going to play. But fuck no.
2: Tom, I'm on, I'm on the same path as you, but I open up with Fraction Mira going into Oh, yes. Okay. Very nice. Out.
1: Very nice. Okay. And then I follow that up with my favorite song off of Trouble Walking, Five
2: Card Stud. Interesting. Tom, I continue on the 78 path. I go okay. speeding back to my baby. Oh, no. Okay. Nice. Nice. I'm going to stick with
1: uh, a solo material, and then we're going to follow up with that. The third song will be Into the Night. Oh. I like that song.
2: I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Uh, Number three, Tom, we're not far off from each other. Five card stud. Nice. Uh, Number four, some Kiss stuff, mainly for like the solo and just to have some Kiss stuff in there is She, which he he did play last night. So I don't want to hear any fucking Kiss song that he's not singing. Number four for me is Rocket Ride.
1: Okay. Uh, Number five for me is Rock Soldiers.
2: Yes, I want to hear the most cringeworthy fucking song, part of a song since Gene. Well, actually, it's not since; it's prior to fucking the acapella of "Eat My Heart Out." Nice, without okay eighth hey, in his dick. Oh, his lo- dick! I love it. That's I love it. Uh, horrible! Uh, I love it. Number five
1: for me, two thousand man. Okay. Uh, number six for me, I had
2: save your love from dynasty. Good song. Yep. Uh, number six for me, Tom, I'm going off of their second album. I'm going with insane. Oh yeah.
1: Okay. Nice one. Nice one. Uh,
2: number seven for me, I'm going rocket ride. Does she want a rocket ride? Grab a hold of my rocket. Yeah. That was number four for me. Rocket ride. Yep. Number, um, Uh, I think we're on seven dark light goes into the solo. Oh my
1: Lord. People's heads would explode.
2: If he played that, that fucking
1: solo isn't, I don't even know if he'd be able to do that now. Number eight for me is kind of a deep cut off of an album that not, not many people like it. This is off of anomaly, the song pain in the neck, which I fucking love that song. I don't like that album. But I think that's a really cool song. I think that's a I think that's a really cool riff. This is he does what great... I
2: called when I was living and sleeping with Gene Simmons from Kiss. Pain in the neck. Uh, number eight for me is New York
1: Roof. Yeah, I that's not in my set list. Fuck that song. <laughs> uh, and and then he after then he you, ends
2: after with... you saw what they how they hit. yeah I know I know I know and
1: then he ends with Shock Me and he does the whole alive two guitar solo kind of like he did last night. So that shocked me with. for me number nine. Yep. Nice. That's his now, But see, that's the thing that's so friggin' frustrating is uh, I'm on setlist, you know. Dot FM, the website here. I'm looking at at previous tours. You know, uh, I mean, like like this one here. He he's got you know he on this tour here. He opened with "Fractured Mirrors." You see, you're right. So he's opened with that many many times. You know, he played the song "Too Young to Die" off of "Friggin' Trouble Walking." Um, Oh, that song's horrible. You know. <laughs> I mean, he's got a tour here where he played rock soldiers. You know, he always plays strange ways. There's one here we play. He had he had talked to me in the set list. You know, this but, one but,
2: here is called Genghis Khan, followed up by a special version of Mongoloid Man. It's what Gene <laughs> asked if I was that when he first met me. Oh, uh, why don't we? <laughs> hire the mongoloid man to be a lead guitarist for um gene that's not politically correct hey fucko mongoloid man you're our new guitarist join the band grab your shit let's go
1: with that being said we always like to bitch but i think it's fair i saw some of the comments on social media there were a lot of people unhappy with the set list and the only thing i can think of again It's a combination of him being the opener and Kiss touring at the same time that he is. I don't know. That's the only thing I'm going with. Other than that, it makes no, there's no explanation for him, not including any solo
2: material. I'm with you on that. Overall, thumbs up for me. Oh, no doubt. I enjoyed the show. Yep. I think you guys should go see it. Yep. Um, Fucking triple high fives and thumbs up and whatever you want to call it to the band. They fucking rock.
1: They were amazing. Yep. Highly recommended. Get tickets if he's coming near you. I can't, you'll, you'll have a great fucking time, regardless of the set list.
2: Fun time. Absolutely. Uh, Tom, what we do next is
3: this. Hi, this is Ed Spangenberg of clicktshopcom And for all your shouted Out Loudcast gear and merchandise, please visit ClickTeaShop.com. At Click T Shop, you can find lots of Kiss-inspired t-shirt designs, plus mugs, hats, hoodies, pillows, and all new fine art selections. And now, here's your question of
2: the week. All right. So, our question of
1: the week. Wait, did I just start that up with? All right. (laughs) All right. All right. Booger. Okay. So our question of the week is a very timely question of the week. And I I, I I want to give the person credit for asking it around this time of year or this time of month, because it's related to the Psycho Circus album, which is celebrating its anniversary that we mentioned earlier. Right. Um, and, and this comes from Alex on Facebook. And he says, guys, I listened to your album review of Psycho Circus, and you brought up some points about how the album material is not the classic you know, sex lyrics, a lot of dark things like within or dreaming or journey of a thousand years and stuff like that. What's your theory on why the original members get back together and change the formula lyrically? What do you think?
2: Because I believe this is 98. Yes, it was. Grunge has come and kind of passed away. Yes. Fun Rock is still not back. Correct. That's why. And so when they were writing this, they were still pulling out songs in the Revenge, well, maybe a little more than Revenge Carnival, Souls, kind of. It's the same band, really. It's Tommy, fucking Eric Singer, fucking Kevin Valentine, and, yep. and, and Bruce. Really, it's not the old Kiss. And they're still pulling material out like this because that's what's around them. Yeah, it's a
1: good point. I think other than kind of like the party songs, like raise your glasses and I pledge allegiance and all that stuff. And, and the title track, which I know you hate, it is it is anthemic, whether you like it or not. The rest of the album is just, I mean, if you haven't heard our album review, th- th- that 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 album does not get treated very well by us. Um, and one of my main problems is the lyrical content about, the, the. you know, like I said, I think I recall saying, you know, there's no like fuck me, suck me songs, which is what you want to hear from Kiss for the most part. Um, so yeah, I think it was, I think it was a sign of the times. It was 98 and, uh, they were going to try to change their tune. Paul throws in the anthems, you know, the raise your glasses and all that stuff. But, you know, the demon comes in with within ace had a space, ace song with into the void, but the rest of the stuff was just kind of a fucking downer. Um, which to me, Peter song. Yeah. Oh, just brutal. Yeah. Brutal. Um, so yeah, it's it's a great question. Thank you. Uh, timely question. We appreciate it. And always, uh, we want your questions and, um, let's
2: not go overboard though, Tom, I think I had that as my number 11th on my ranking. I think you had it. Did you have it worse than, no, you didn't have it worse than monster. monster no, I had, still I, is your worst, right?
1: I had it last up until monster. And the only reason, the only thing that saves it for me is there are a couple. I do like raise your glasses and I do like, I pledge allegiance, but other than that, I, the album,
2: I never listened yeah. to it. Yeah, but, I, I mean, I think it's got some good parts because, like, as always, Kiss always, they, there's no way you don't find songs. There are more songs you'll like on a Kiss album than you don't like. And, you know, maybe. unfortunately, it was a little bit closer with that one. I think there's some pretty good songs there and whatever. Yeah. Uh, regardless, thank you for the question, though.
1: Absolutely. Yes. Thank you for the question. And always feel free to reach out to us uh, with all those questions. And uh, we'll tell you how to do that because, well, where can people find us? So, start with that email shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Uh, reach out to us questions, comments, concerns, issues, topics. Give us a list if we're talking about something. Tell us if you saw this uh, Ace show and what, and what you thought of it. Um, you know, we had a great time with it. So, tell us what you think. And then, of course, we got the social media uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Please let us know. Uh, what you think about anything that we're doing with this show, whether in general or topically or whatever, you can also DM us on those too, direct message. If you don't want your uh, comments out there for the world to see. So please do that. And um, we're also part of the excellent Pantheon podcast network, tons of great shows. So check us out there. Pantheon podcast network, tons of great shows. You can go on their website and their social media. Uh, and as we mentioned earlier in the show, our wonderful Patreon family, you can check us out on the website or the app reach out to us, uh, take a look at what we offer and uh, join the party, be part of the family. And of course, click T shop, click with a K. Ed is a good buddy of ours. He designed all of our show logos and he carries our merch there on his website and some other awesome kiss inspired gear as well. So check him out.
2: Yeah. And he has that new special on our gear, which we got everything at a reduced price in 1999 plus free shipping. So go get your shout it out loud cast gear, especially if you, that are going on the Kiss Cruise. We want to see you representing. And as always, we love when you guys share photos of you wearing our shirt. And I think we got one recently. I think it was uh, from Jim, right? That's right. Yes. Patreon
1: Patreon, buddy there. Absolutely. That was fantastic. You took a picture from Monster Mini Golf out in Vegas. That was amazing.
2: Thank you, Jim. Yeah. You guys rock. We have the best. Absolutely. Amazing. Amazing. Tom mentioned that you can DM us. You can uh, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can always subscribe and follow us on YouTube. <laughs> you do. I want to split, change that up a little bit on you, Tom. Um, we love you guys over there. Subscribe even if you don't want to listen. Subscribe. Fuck it. Why not? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, you can always, too, leave us one of those five-star. Star. star child reviews on apple itunes we always appreciate those and we always read them out loud for everyone to hear so we thank you for those tip the hat again uh to you guys and i always like to repeat the email shout it out loudcast at gmail.com shout it out loudcast at gmail.com as tom always mentions we don't get to actually read them all now and if you notice our our our, our uh feedback is a little bit shorter we read them to ourselves Absolutely. We don't read them all of them online anymore but we still read them and we love the interaction and we really appreciate the feedback. So please keep the feedback going. Um, it's been a lot of blast. It's been a blast lately because lately everyone's like fucking going nuts with a couple different things. It's either I see fucking something. Every other comment is on Twitter and Facebook is, is that what he does? Yep. Or fuck him. Fuck, that's why. But
1: Yep. I love it. I, you You guys are like the best fans and listeners out there. You guys are. So into the show, and I love how it's taken on
2: a life of its own. It's fucking awesome. I was texting Tom. At some point, Gene's going to be like, Star Child, Have you notice, there's a lot of memes of me going, fuck the fans. What's that all about?
1: <laughs> well, that's what happens, Gene. It's just ridiculous. Your treatment of these people. <laughs>
2: It all stems from Tom telling us what he's going to do with the vault for some. Hey, kissed hard. Hey, take this.
1: If you're looking for your vault, look starboard. <laughs> it just went over.
2: Where? I don't see it. He comes up behind you and he kicks you in his boot. Boots you, Right into boots the ocean. In the ass. Oh, God, love it. Uh, Guys, I I can't thank you guys enough. So, But before we leave, as always, we always like to leave you with uh, famous last words. Tom, do you got any? Of course. Lady Space, you better
1: wake up fast. Countdown is coming on. Take a rocket ride. This is Ace Frehley signing off.
2: Here I am. Ending this shitty. With a fish full of dollars. And baby, you better believe. I'm back. Back in the New York groove. That's right. To the left and to the Right. <laughs> Yes, they are the buildings, they, they tower into the sky. It's outside. You thought you could escape Arnold? No, Ace is not the only voice you're going to hear tonight. Because I had trouble walking. Yes. <laughs> Who cares about tomorrow? So, baby, you better believe. Good times, bad times. You
1: know, I don't know what I'm talking about because it's a Zeppelin song. I'm not from that country.
2: (laughs) Tom, thank you. Kiss Army, Loudcasters, thank you.
1: Guys, thank you so much. Great time, as always. Check out Ace Freyley and Zeus. Thank you, my friend. Great time at the show, and thanks, as always.
2: Peace out, Girl Scout.